and welcome to Enter the Fold, a Shadow and Bone podcast. I'm Caitlin, your host who has read the books. And I'm Mandy Kay, your host who is finally reading Shadow and Bone for the first time. This week we are talking about chapters 6 through 11 in Shadow and Bone by Lee Bardugo. Yay. Yeah. I felt like not much happened in these chapters. Not a lot did happen in these chapters, but I really liked them because we got something that we didn't get in the show. What was that? A day in the life of the Grisha. Ah, uh, yes. Um, so that was really cool. We learned so much more. Like, I didn't know there was actually like a Grisha school. Yes. Um, and so we there there was a lot of information about you know how when the Grisha are tested as children and they come like they're not just thrown into this lavish lifestyle and trained for combat they actually go to school and they learn about their gifts and they get an education yeah you know they learn about Grisha history and Grisha theory and like all of the stuff that just we didn't see in the show at all and it expanded the world a lot for me yeah I can see that absolutely it's interesting because I never even thought to bring it up while we were watching the show because I just assumed it was happening you know right yeah yeah, I mean, because all we literally all we saw in the show was combat training. Yeah, just like, and we only got like two minutes of it. Right, um, and then in, in the book, you know, it was weeks and weeks and weeks have gone by um, yeah. of her doing the schooling and the combat training. Um, we kind of got a tour of the little palace with the anatomy rooms. That's kind of secretive with what the the folks are doing in there and. Um, the fabricator workshops and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So I thought I really enjoyed all of that just because it opened the world up even more. Yeah, I can see that. From what we had visually seen. So I liked that a lot. And if it makes you, uh, I don't know, happier in any way, you can always imagine that over in the school with the younger kids, Nina is there. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Because remember, <laughs> she is younger in, in the books. Okay. Her story takes place years after this. Right, right. So right now she is like 15-ish probably. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Um, so we also meet Jenya. Yay. Who is pretty much the same. Like they took her right off the page yeah, to put her she, in the show. Yes, absolutely. Um, which I enjoy very much. Um, I did think it was interesting that... We didn't get a scene of Alina, like, searching for a weapon before she went to sleep that first night. Well, that was never in the book. Remember, in the show, she and Mal talked about their rules. Right. And how they had to have a weapon and stuff. And that that just never happened in the that, book. Yeah, that was clearly just from just from the show. So, And I think in the flashbacks, we even saw her kind of be, like, she got a weapon against one of the kids that was bullying them and mm. was fierce about it, I think. But in in the book, it's just said that they sort of avoided the other kids and did their own thing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense, too. Um, One of the other bigger changes that I saw, I'm I'm skipping all over the place. I'm so sorry. (laughs) That's fine. My notes are all over the place, too. Um, So, of course, the first thing that happens, the reason Jenya comes in is to get Alina ready to go meet the king. Yes. Um, which, of course, happened in the show, and we thought it was really weird because of the ridiculous veil, which, thank God, wasn't in the book. Um, (laughs) But we have a whole scene where the queen talks to Alina. Yes. And in the show, the queen never spoke. We just kind of saw her sitting up there on her. She made a racist comment in the show. 
Oh, she said something about her eyes, didn't she? Yeah, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, seems in character, yeah. at least. Um, but I thought that was interesting. We got the whole scene with the queen, and we also we get a better feel for Jenya in the book. Because even though it's from Alina's perspective, we hear all of the snide comments that Jenya makes about both the queen and the king. And we didn't pick up on a lot of that. Yeah. But it wasn't just Jenya because the Darkling would make snide comments about them also. So, mm-hmm. And it was interesting to see how, how they didn't care that they were the king and queen. You know, that they right. felt that uh, they felt like, I guess outside of their power i wouldn't necessarily say above it but completely outside of it yeah yeah i think the darkling calls the king a child doesn't he yes which alina was very very surprised by yeah so that's an interesting dynamic that again you don't see as much of in the show politics in Um, general there's a lot more like both like country politics and like interpersonal politics we got mm. a lot of those in these chapters too yeah, definitely. Um, I enjoyed meeting Marie and Nadia, but I didn't enjoy how catty they seemed to be. Yeah, they were completely different in the show. I liked them better in the show. Yeah. Like, I wish we had gotten more of them in the show, but, like, I'm glad they didn't make them catty. Because, like, Alina even wondered, what do they say about me when I'm not around? I will say, because uh, Marie doesn't die in this book. In the way that she died in the first season of the show. Okay. So we get more of them mm-hmm. in the books. And having them be catty now does give them somewhere to go. Okay. You know, because I feel like they probably went to the Grisha school when they were young and have always had nice things and been treated well and probably not had much familial affection as everybody just seems to sort of forget their family. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to see... A lot of these, I wouldn't necessarily say spoiled, but uh, Grisha, who have always been privileged, privileged, suddenly be thrust into some really warlike decisions where they have to make choices about, you know, the people they've always known or the people who seem to be doing good things or, mm. you know, and so it gives them somewhere to go. Right. Character wise. Okay. So I like that, but I did actually like them better in the show also. They were, they were nicer and. Yeah. It was it was nice that Alina wasn't like completely alone mm-hmm. in the show. I don't know. Yeah, I also I thought it was interesting here because she has obviously bonded with Jenya, mm-hmm. right? And so she that that first day she doesn't want to go eat with everybody else and she asks Jenya to stay and eat with her and Jenya hesitates because that's just not how things are done. Yeah. It's very and, obvious that everyone hates Jenya or looks down on her. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't notice, like, they did this in the show, like, all of the the different orders sat together. So, like, all the red captives were together in the dining Mm -hmm. room, all the blue captives were together in the dining room. But they didn't, like, intentionally call it out so explicitly the way they did in the book. Yeah. Um, And so it does, there was no sense in the show that there are interpersonal politics among the Grisha, like, it was just set up that the Grisha are better than everybody else. Yeah. Or but there's a hierarchy are. in the Grisha. Yeah. Like, the red Grishas are better than the blue Grishas, right? <laughs> the red Grishas. The Corporal I Kai can- and the Ethereal Kai. <laughs> I cannot remember all of their names. 
That's fair. Um, yeah, I was getting confused at one point, and since I'm reading in the ebook, it's hard to flip back to the very beginning to look at the list. Um, so I was just trying to keep it up in my head because there was also one section where um, I know we had talked last week about how you could choose to be a healer or a heart render. Yeah. And of course, the summoners can't choose because they either have an affinity for fire or air or whatever, but it did look like the material guy could also choose. There was a line in the book this week that made me think that. I think that they can. Uh, we Honestly, through all seven books, you don't get much about the fabricators. Mm. Although we have gotten more in this book already than we got in the show. Yeah, this is true. Because we met David. Yay, David. Uh, and Jenya clearly has the hots for him. Yeah. I like I uh, like Jenya and David. They're some of my favorite characters. So Yeah. All right. I'm looking forward to seeing him in the books because uh, we didn't get very much of that in the show. Just just a hint. You're not going to get very much of it in this book either. Okay. Okay. Um, I was reminded again that the testing in the show is different than the testing in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that whole situation surrounding Alina is different mm-hmm. um, because they were very explicit that Alina doesn't understand why they didn't catch her power when she was tested. Yes. Um, which is a vast departure. Like it's the in a 180 from how they did it in the show, which makes me really curious about how a few other things are going to shake out in the book. Like what exactly? I don't like it's hard for me to pinpoint specifically, but it's just kind of like this general idea. This feels like a really big thing mm. and it feels like they set it up to be a big thing in the book in the show. And I don't know. I, I, I don't I don't know. It's just a feeling I have. Okay. I will say, even in these chapters, we got Alina sort of wondering, like, is she doing this to herself and how can she stop? Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Yeah. We never really got her self-reflection in the mm-hmm. show about that. And we get, because we're in her head, we get so much of it in the mm-hmm. book. And I actually really like that because she's, like, desperate to do it so that all this torture can stop. Not actual torture. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, Bagra does smack her with a cane. That's so. true. <laughs> But uh, they, yeah, it's interesting. Go ahead. No, that's fine. I was just going to reiterate. Yeah, they do focus a lot on her appetite and looking sickly, and um, Bagra believing that that's tied to her inability to use her power. Yeah, well, even Alina talks about how all the Grisha look amazing, mm-hmm. and how Bagra herself looks old, but like doesn't have gray hair and oh, wrinkles. Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess. I, <sighs> They ignored that in the show, mm-hmm. and so I'm wondering if that's why they also changed the testing. Or, yeah, they, it does sort of seem like they kind of went together. Maybe it was like a mutual so. decision. Mm-hmm. But also, I can absolutely see we're in a show. They didn't want to make their main character look like crap. Right. Hollywood. Of course, of course. Um, I did enjoy the scenes with Botkin. Yeah, Botkin's great. I think one of my favorite lines... Um, she's describing Botkin and it's about, he has that scar on his neck where someone had tried to cut his throat. Yeah. And she said, I spent the next two hours cursing that person for not doing a more thorough job. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Um, but he's good for her. Yeah. This is why I was so upset that he only got like two minutes in the show because I really like Botkin. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that the showdown with Zoya came after Alina had been training for weeks. Yeah. And in the show, it was like her first day out. I guess that's why they gave us that flashback with her quote unquote learning with Mal. 
I've had some training. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite details from these chapters, and it's just such a minor thing, um, when she gets called to the Darklings chamber. Yes. She loves the maps that are on his wall. Yeah, I like that too. And she wishes she had time to like physically touch them and just study them because they're made in the old way. Mm-hmm. And that just, you know, reminds us of who she is as a map maker. Mm-hmm. And I really, really liked that. I also liked in that scene how she and the Darkling were just kind of chatting, and but he did ask about Mal and ask if he was a good tracker. Mm-hmm. And I, I liked that. Good, good he foreshadowing. Did. Now that you, now that you say that, I remember that. I really don't remember much about the Darkling in these chapters. He's not there much. Okay, I it's, think it was just really this one scene. Yeah, wasn't it? But he has talked about a lot, or yeah. Alina thinks about him a lot. Yeah, I thought it was funny that she's like. Why do they care how close they sit to him when he doesn't even sit in that chair? Yeah. You know, like, he's never there. Why do they care? Well, it's um, obviously politics. Squalors yeah. wanting to be better than Corporalki and yeah. vice versa. Um, and in addition to learning more about kind of Grisha history and stuff, we get a little bit more about small science. Mm-hmm. Light um, calls to like. Light calls to like. And, um, like, the... The fire summoners don't make fire, right? They right. they still have to use a flint to make the spark, but they're pulling to them the combustible elements in the air, which is nice to he- to see that explicitly stated because actually I I don't think I realized that in the show. They didn't really go into it in the show. There's really only that one scene where we definitely see them use like a fire that already exists and that's in the the chapel or whatever with them. Um, um, mm. Yeah. Kaz and... And Ash. Yeah, and the... <laughs> the Infer- oh, and the, the other... Inferni who followed them in there. I don't remember yeah. the dude's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not in the book. Um, so I, th- I thought that was interesting. Um, that They just, again, gave us more detail about the abilities. Like, it's not magic. They can't create something out of nothing. And, and they do tell us that in the show. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of a throwaway line. Yeah. And, yeah. and they don't really go into those details. So I... I like I like the world building in these chapters a lot. And I like they're answering questions that I had when we watched the show. And I don't even think I'm not even sure I realized I had some of these questions. Right. Yes. But it's just like I'm reading it and I'm like, oh, this makes so much sense. I agree. I also like the world building, not only because it's interesting, but I think Lee is really good at writing it. Mm-hmm. Like it, it doesn't feel like um like an info dump. When, no, not at all. When you're reading the paragraphs about Alina learning Grisha theory, it the way that she forms her sentences, I don't know, it sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other really big change, and I don't know why they did it, um, in the showdown with Zoya, in the in the show, she didn't actually hurt Alina. Like, she just kind of got her, the breath knocked out of her, but she had to go stay in the healer's hall because she had broken ribs and bruises and, like, yeah. Zoya kicked her butt. Yeah. I think in the show, they wanted you to like Zoya a little bit more than the book does. Oh. Right? Because okay. she's there at the end of the show, mm-hmm. and they sort of come to an understanding. That doesn't happen for a while in the books. Oh, and, okay. and Alina and Zoya have a much longer sort of journey towards friendship. Mm. Okay. Yeah, because right now she's not likable at all. Yeah. So I can absolutely see where in the show they were like, we don't want her to be hated. Okay. Which I actually okay. kind of like because yeah. I do hate the whole mean girl trope. Yeah. Which is sort of where Zoya fell originally in the books. And then mm-hmm. 
as you'll see, we was like, well, that's actually stupid, and I want her to be a good character. Yeah. Throughout all books, Zoya is probably Zoya and Genya are my favorite characters. Uh, crows aside. Right. Right. Okay. Neat. I'm looking forward to to getting through more. I'm going to be mad when we get to the end of the book and I have to stop. Yep. <laughs> I mean, this is a decision you're making yourself. I know. You don't have to stop. I I do. I do. Okay. I've told myself I have to stop, so I have to stop. But yeah, no, I I enjoyed these chapters uh, very much. I enjoyed the world building, um, getting more detail about the world, which you know, that's what world building is. So mm-hmm. something else that got a mention in these chapters that didn't exist in the show at all was Grisha Steel, mm-hmm. which is special weapons made by the fabricators that I guess only Grisha use. And it's just another show that these fabricators make these wonderful, like really good weapons and then share them with nobody outside of Grisha. Yeah. <sighs> politics. Yeah. The many, many layers of the politics of this world. Yeah. And then we got... Like, m- many more scenes with the apparat, and I feel like we got less scenes with Begra than we did in the show, or we got less of Begra. Like, mm. I don't really have a very clear idea of who she, of her personality. Although maybe Zoe Wanamaker is just a really great actress. Mm-hmm. So, in the show, you know, you, you got a lot of her personality just from looks, which obviously yeah. you don't you don't get in the book. So I think I mean we got the we only got like two scenes with the apparat right like the one where he gave her the gift and then the one where he told her she was dangerous wait no that that was the same scene there was so the one where they met just after she met the king and queen mm-hmm. and she was kind of creeped out by him and then the one in the library where he gave her the lives of saints book and then he like appeared beside her when she was in the sick room and talked to her there oh, too oh that's right yeah yeah and that was when so. he told her about like the altars that are being yeah. Erected to her, which is something that we saw a lot of in the show, how people almost immediately started worshipping her. But because we're in the little palace with Alina all the time, we don't see any of that. Right. Yeah. I did like how Lee Bardugo reiterated that he smelled like mildew and earth, like a tomb. She used that description more than once. That um, is interesting, actually, yes. About the apparat. So it's like, huh. And then I'm ho- about Bagra. I'm I'm just assuming we're gonna get to see more of her since Alina still can't use her power. Um, but it did seem like many of the things that we physically saw in the show were just kind of glossed over in a one-liner because yeah. it talked about she made me drink tea and she made me meditate and she made me do this and she hit me and blah blah blah. So um, good old Bagra. I love her. <laughs> did we know in the show that Bagra was an amplifier too? I don't think so. Okay. Because we never talk about any of the people being amplifiers in the show. Like, it's not brought up that the Darkling is, I don't think. Like, it's shown no, Bagra that he... tells her. Bagra uh, tells her that Bagra he is. Bagra does tell her. Okay, okay, later. Um, but, yeah, I don't... I was thinking that's weird that it was called out that Bagra said she was an amplifier, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made me wonder if that was a piece of foreshadowing in the book about her relationship with... The Darkling. Probably. Because you never really see her do any Grisha power. Ah, okay. It's just the amplifier and everybody talks about having to go learn from her. Right. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So far, so good. I'm really enjoying the book. Me too, actually. it's. I'd forgotten how fast it goes. Mm-hmm. Although I will say I did think we got further in these chapters than we did. No, nah, this was just a day in the life of the Grisha. <laughs> yeah. But we're halfway through now, so, like, some stuff's going to start happening really fast. Yes. And I'm I'm really interested to see how everything plays out just from Alina's 
point of view. What bit do you think you're most excited to see? I really want to see her reaction when she finds out who the Darkling is. Right. Okay. That makes like, sense. Like that, I'm, I'm really looking forward to like what leads up to that and does she... Does she suspect it at all? Or is she as shocked as I was whenever we watched the show? Right. Like, is there going to be any sort of foreshadowing to that um, since we're getting her mind? So I'm curious about that. And then I want to see how the final fight goes down when, you know, Jasper and Inej aren't there. Right. Like, what's that going to look like? I wish we'd known these. We were going to do the book before we watched the show because I would have explained things less. Like, I would have gone into the differences less. Mm. Oh, well. That's fine. That's fine. All right. So, yeah, I think anything that's... else to talk about this week? All right. So, next week, we're going to be reading chapters 12 through 17 of Shadow and Bone. If you have anything to say about the chapters we've just read or the chapters we are about to read, you can tweet us at EnterTheFoldPod or email us at EnterTheFoldPod at gmail.com. I'm Caitlin, and you can follow me and find my other shows on Twitter at InferiorCaitlin. And I am Mandy Kay, and you can find this show and all of the other Eloquent Gushing shows at eloquentgushing.com. We are also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at eloquentgushing. Or you can just give me a shout out over on Twitter at Mandy Kay. And remember, it's not exciting if nothing can go wrong. I don't think I've used that one before. It doesn't sound familiar.